The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yes, this is the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Martin Owen. How are you doing, Martin? Very well, thank you. Okay, and our good friend, Mrs. Joey Cockle. How are you doing, Joey? Good evening. Are you okay, mate? Absolutely. Did did we all have a nice Easter? Yes. I think. Yeah. Did we how many Easter eggs did you eat, Joey? One. One. Martin, how many Easter eggs did you eat? None. My Easter eggs in my bag behind me. I won on Sunday, but I've not eaten it yet. Okay. I've eaten three, eat, but I might eat it in a bit. Eat it during the show, mate. Nothing else is gonna go on. Um, maybe, maybe the person you're going to introduce, Martin, may have got more Easter eggs than that. Martin, who are we going to speak to tonight? This evening, we have the world's best ref, the Euro's best ref, and most importantly, the national best ref, John Cockhill. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Um, how many, I don't know if you heard the intro, like, how many Easter eggs did you get? Um, I've had a couple. That I sort of stole right. from from the pile that's supposedly for the grandchildren. And obviously yeah. Joe got one at the weekend because his mum gave him one. Yeah. I thought that came from Nana, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I stole the one from Nana. <laughs> that was a replacement. That was a replacement. So it happened when I was a kid and it's still happening when I'm <laughs> an adult. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe for just some of our listeners, um, like Joey, mm. this is your dad. This is. Do you have to be on your best behavior tonight, or do you think you can go? Like, he's not an arm's reach of you, is he? He can't hit you. No, no, no. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Um, John, uh, don't give me address, but like, do you live near Joey? Um, it's about 40 minutes away. I live that's... down in the he's up in uh, Loughborough. Uh, right, okay. So, where about for you? None eaten. None eaten. Somewhere else, I don't really understand where that is either. Yeah, you Coventry. Uh, yeah, Coventry. Oh, right, okay. That's kind of central. Yeah. Okay. Are you the reason why Joey's Welsh? Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I couldn't okay. make the border in time. Oh, you tried and tried and tried. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was in the Air Force and I was in Wales at the time. All oh, right, okay. Anywhere good? Uh, well, yeah, Bridgen. No, not exactly. Not good. Yeah. No, no. Well, there's no, you know, I don't wish to insult the Welsh, but South Wales is, you know, not the prettiest place. Um, no, it's not. And it's got terrible roads. I got stuck on a road there about a month ago. It's not good. I'd have to, I'd have to agree when I went on holiday there. The roads are oh, shit. Roads, yeah, that's maybe why we don't see that many Welsh people at nationals they're stuck on ring roads in cardiff and yeah <laughs> the head of the valleys road by merthyr tidville terrible traffic um but we should really talk about that in fact has martin and john have you just come out of a brca 10th co- committee meeting no well yeah we, it was only uh, the uh <laughs> timekeeper <laughs> and the, the important people oh right you just have a little catch-up because in 
It's Tuesday today. When most people listen to this, they will be traveling to Robin Hood round one. Are we all ready? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, because you've taken a few extra. Ro- you took an extra role up the AGM, I think, John, didn't you? Did you come like the? Are you the vice chairman or the vice race director? I uh, yeah, I, I've always been. Yeah, with Martin being chairman and racing. Yeah. When it comes to actual, um, on when once the race meeting starts, obviously he can't get involved in banning people who might finish ahead of him. <laughs> and that's a and that's a very long list. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> there's fifty two yeah. people who should be worried, but yeah. <laughs> so if it comes to any sort of like decisions like that, I have to I have to take them because I don't care. Yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to finish any higher than I started. So no. No, and 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 Joey's passed any help. Yeah, I mean he's got his dad as the referee, and he's still, um, yeah, he's he's still in the <laughs> e final. Joey, do you think you'll make an e final this week? This weekend. This weekend, yeah. I'm, I'm aiming for slightly higher than that, but yeah. Oh yeah. Why not? Yeah. Have you not seen the heat lists? Yeah. You think you've seen who's attended? Do you think you're going to get an E? Yeah, well, above an yeah. above an Okay, right. That's good prediction. Good prediction. Um, Martin, while we're just talking about predictions for the weekend, do you think you're going to get better than an E? Mm, probably not. Okay. Well, no, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm way past it. I'm just. I'm. I'm marking down as attending. That's kind of my nationals. That's it. Okay. You're just take. You're just stopping a reserve, getting a place. That's your job. That, that's one, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I'm guaranteed so, an A final, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're, you've been guaranteed. You've probably have you got a longer run than Craggy? Has Craggy been getting A finals longer than you've been reffing them? Yes. Oh God, it's that long. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll do some work. So, um, it's it's round one. Uh, it should be a Kinnaminster. It's at Robin Hood. Um, are you excited, John? Um, not normally. I don't. Yeah, you know, I just turn up. You know, first national. But because I've been doing all the entries, I just want it to get going. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got spreadsheets and names, and you know, I've been doing it for like weeks on end, just adding, taking away, and trying not to make a mess of it. It was my first attempt at it, so I want the first one out of the way, just so I. Oh, I didn't make a mess of it. You know, 132 drivers don't turn up to 120 oh. driver meeting. That kind of thing. Oh, my word, yeah. Okay. So normally you're quite relaxed in the morning, thinking, oh, it's practice. They can, they can circulate around themselves without practice. You'll actually be a bit concerned, counting heads when people turn up. Yeah, and if I get to 120 and I'm still counting, there's, uh, I'm going home. <laughs> oh, no, you're not. No, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, okay. Um, so you've taken that on. Um, I was very impressed, guys. I don't like to give you two, uh, you three, uh, a lot of encouragement, but I was really impressed when I saw the big spreadsheet with everyone's on. Um, you, know, you see positions, you see uh, reserve positions. Um, it, that's new for this year, isn't it? Yeah, I think we we use the internet because we're you know a little bit younger than the previous um, people, so we're used to it i mean we're still dinosaurs in compared to um some of the stuff out there 
But yeah, it's it'd be a lot better if there's a few. It's sort of still a manual system, which we're just adding things to, which was a complete pain in some areas. Which we that was what we inherited. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. next year it'll be a little bit more smoother, a bit more automated. Okay, okay, and I suppose with the the BRCA main BRCA webpage being down for a week or two, maybe hasn't helped. That didn't really affect us because we'd got all our uh, entries in and closed by the time oh, it went down. Yeah. So that wasn't it. I mean, what the issue for, for me was the information we got, I didn't know how it was going to come. We hadn't got a clue. And it was like, how how is this information going to, you know, you type in your, you know, Aiden Burke and wants to enter, you know, six nationals, et cetera. How yeah. do I know? How does it come to me? And we, you know, we didn't know. And then it turned up. And you think, oh yeah, I can I can work with what I'm given. But there was a lot of information on there that was unnecessary. I, you know, I've got everyone's home addresses, like in case I want to send them a letter. Right. Okay. I mean, you know, no, we don't we don't do mail anymore, do we? Is that still a thing? I don't think so. I don't think no. so. I ain't um, I, I, trust me, I wouldn't even know what a stamp looks like nowadays. In, no, fact, oh, in fact, we don't even know who's on the front of our stamps nowadays. Um, that's a topical 2023 joke. Um, okay, so you, I see what you mean. Everything sort of has, was done by somebody else beforehand. Now that's coming back into the, the 10th committee, but sort of those jobs have been spread out amongst things. And that was the one, is that the one you wanted? Or was that the one that nobody else wanted? So you took over entries? Um, I don't think anybody <laughs> else wanted it. Neither neither did I, but someone's got to do it. Okay, okay. But it, it all seemed, well, assuming 150 people don't turn up at Robin Hood on Saturday morning, we assume we get it all okay. Yeah, yeah. If it all goes uh, swimmingly, I was brilliant. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and if it all goes horribly wrong, it's Martin's fault for making me do it. Yeah, yeah. But, I'll, I'll take that. I don't mind that. And then Martin will blame the main BRCA website. No, no, the website was fine. We just crashed it. That was all the only issue yeah, we had. Okay, guys. I suppose all these questions go to all of you. Um, like. Are you excited because because there's reserves and like is four wheel drive still full or have we got through all the reserves in four wheel drive for Robin Hood? No, it's full. Still got reserves. That's amazing. That's well done. Yeah, you could have a, in two wheel drive. You could have three three meetings at Robin Hood and you'd still have reserves. Yeah, I think so. It okay. So we get across, 120 people turn up, uh, two rounds of practice, you know. Are you looking at the entry list, John, and thinking, I don't know who that person is? Are you ticking off people you know? Yeah, I think when the, when the entries were coming in, you, uh, there's, there's plenty of names I don't recognise. Yeah. Like, you know, but then you, you're also, there's all the people you do know. You know, you, they're coming in, you think, oh, yeah, he's... And then there's, like, towards the end, I'm thinking, oh, I haven't seen his name. And then, oh, nope, there he is. You know, so mm -hmm. there was a couple of people who who didn't uh, do this year, which I knew I knew weren't, like uh, Ellis Stafford and what have you, I knew they weren't going to uh, do this year. Mm -hmm. You see, because I've got the like, last year's list with all the formulas on, and you, yeah. well, it goes back to, I think Craig Drescher's still on there. Um, wow. That's how far back it goes. Wow. Um, 
So yeah, because Mr. Worsley was one for keeping his records. So hopefully I can keep them up. I'm not sure. I, I Martin can wants to keep them. Yeah, I might can do right. that. I don't know whether we can keep the same detail that he did, but because like Sarah, Sarah wants them in her living room. Yeah, <laughs> spread everywhere. Yeah. Yes, yes, she'd love that. On bits of computer paper, like a folded like Zeds. You know, like a real do, 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 printer going off time and time yeah, again. Yeah, dot matrix action in the background. Oh, that's what I was looking for. Like green and white striped paper with oh. like holes at the edges. Yes, let's get that. I, um, this is not very exciting. I was speaking to someone at Milton Keynes Grand Prix who would like, and hopefully someone listens to this and understands it. It's like all the information that maybe like our section had was all on Excel. And it could probably do with being in access. And maybe there might be someone who is listening to this podcast who understands the words that I've just said. And maybe could help you guys move the, like, someone was like, like an IT fellow's gone, you need to move it from data to info. Do something along those lines. So if there is any IT people who are great with Excel or access or anything along those lines, contact Mark, though. Not this week. I think they might help you do that stuff. So people are in, practices on. You don't you don't ref practice, do you, John? No. Or not at all, not even at the round one. No, no. I just um I go up there, make sure everything's working, the sound's working. Um, and that's it. Basically, practice is, you know, it's practice. Let them get on with it. Okay. And then so round one, heat one. Okay, so this is the question I was getting for is like it's it's UK nationals, you know. Standards are I'm going to say no one shouted me better this year because like I don't think many F4s have gone in. I don't think many like kids have like new kids have gone in. Um, but there is there's still a difference of ability between like Heat One and Heat Twelve. Do you ref them differently? Yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, I don't expect. Someone in Heat 12, uh, sorry, Heat 12. <laughs> I don't expect anyone in Heat 1 to be able to, you know, pass as cleanly as someone in Heat 12. Right. So you, there's a bit of leeway, yeah. You, and if the kids, sometimes, you know, they get a bit excited and they, they, they struggle to keep the car in a straight line when someone's overtaking. So you, you're a little bit more lenient, shall we say. Right, okay. So is, is, when you say lean, like if it, if it all evens itself out, that's okay. Whereas in the later heats, you'd feel like you'd have to take some sort of action or speak to a driver. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know the, the, I went to workshop uh, a couple of weeks ago, and there was a there was, I did a, I gave Muzz a hand, did a bit of refereeing, and there was a, a minor incident, nothing major between two sort of high end drivers. Mm-hmm. Um, and one got really shirty about it because he thought the other one should have moved and blah, blah, blah. And I sort of said, well, he would have done on the next corner because I'd watched this driver for the last 15 years and knew exactly what he was going to do. He was going to stay inside and drift out wide and let the guy through. But the guy behind him hadn't raced him as often. So it wasn't, and they, they, those are coming together. And I just said, look, he, he would have done it on the next corner because I've seen him do it time and time again. So. I know when a driver should and shouldn't, and they they know as well. You know, the likes of Lee Martin and Neil Craig do not get in each other's way. 
they know when you know Lee will know when Neil's faster and vice versa, and they will they will move over accordingly. And they'll move over at the right point because I always think that I you know because I'm slow. I, I will move out the way, and then at the end of the race, someone will go, "No, you, you completely threw me, mate. You you, you know you, you couldn't have done it then. It should have been two corners later." Is that is that is that the sort of thing that you can see in the top drivers? They know where they know when yeah, the other person's going to go past. They don't want to. They know the guy behind's faster, and they they don't want to lose time themselves, right? But they also want to make sure that the guy behind them, when he's passing them, doesn't lose time passing. He doesn't have to go around the outside of them. They will they will let him let them through on the inside. They'll cost themselves the minimum time, but they won't cost you the guy uh, any time. You know, and it's one you. A lot of people don't see quality. They they watch the finals, and that's racing. That's completely different. But uh, you know, a lot of people could learn from actually watching the, the you know the the likes of Neil and Lee when one is faster than the other, um, and how that how they you know let each other through. You know, that's where you you know you can look at. Well, that didn't cost him any time at all. No, because he knows what he's doing. You know, whereas it, someone in you know heat twelve, one of the biggest complaints is I'm in a low heat, so I'm gonna. You know, or I'm in too high a heat, so I'm going to have to. I'm going to get lapped all the time, so I'm going to lose so much time letting them through. And actually, if you did it properly, you wouldn't. Okay, yeah. But then, if you could do it properly, you'd be in heat twelve, not in heat four. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, Martin. I can... Yeah, Martin. Martin's maybe a good Martin, maybe Martin needs to watch the top here at the weekend and learn how not to drill people off. Yeah, he's never going to do that, Joe. He's never going to let you past. He's always going to try and do something. Hey, I've never been told off by a referee in the 10 years I've been doing nationals. Thank you. Never. No, it's because I put a fiver in his pocket every time I walk off the rostrum. I refer to one of my previous answers. I only watch the fast drivers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So he hasn't had to tell me off because you know I've not been fast. That's the one. Uh, yes. I used that. I used that at the uh, last like Northwest Regional. I did a bit of refing for four wheel drive, and someone said something to me, and I said, "I'm sorry, were you leading?" And he's like, "No," and I said, "Well, I wasn't watching you then. Bye." Yeah, that's, the one <laughs> that's the one misconception is that they think, poor you know whoever's refing, that you can watch every car, and it's physically impossible. So how many cars can you watch, John? All of them? <laughs> I say all of them, just in case. Um, <laughs> I watched, I, obviously, I watched in qualifying, I, I see who's out front, whether he's clear, and then I look at the scoreboard to see who's like, you know, car 10's coming up from the back, or so I'll watch him if he's in traffic. Um, and then, not a lot of times because of the staggering qualifying and it, especially like Robin Hood, where it's quite a big track. So they're, they're usually well spread out. So, you know, you can look back and forward and um, help out different drivers. Finals are slightly different. I mean, the final, you know, it's, it's the top two or three if they're together. And then it pretty much what's happening down in seven, eight and nine that you can be doing what you like. I'm not going to see it. No. Uh, yeah. As long as you're not doing it, like as you're going, don't take someone out as the leaders go past on the other side, because you're yeah. just catching your eye there. Uh, and, and of course, so I think like during finals, like one of the things that really annoys me is like when someone like crashes 
and either I don't know get you know and, and marshaled themselves. You know they don't wait enough, do they? Have you ever seen anybody wait long enough after they've crashed and maybe rolled over a, a rope or something? What? Um, yeah, track cutting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's yeah, let's like, be honest. We're all talking about a video we saw at the weekend. <laughs> I thought I was the only person who saw that. No, everyone saw it. Okay. Blatant. Okay. Um, yeah, track cutting twice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, There's, I, thought, I, I mean, thought I was being clever. I mean, if you watch Bradley Cup, Neil did something similar um, in the la- in the A final when he, he managed to bump up to the to eleventh. Yeah. On the first lap, you watch the first lap. He um, he cocks up. Um, well, he I think he said Jemison drilled him off, but um, I can't possibly comment on that. But he ended up rolling over the track and ended yeah. up miss, missing two corners out. Um, and he waited. And he waited until the car that that had, um, that he was trying to overtake went past him, and then he carried on. So you know, uh, okay. you don't have to, you know, you don't have to cheat. Let's be honest. Yeah, um, he didn't. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, he's one of the well, he is the country's leading racer. So if he can do it right, there's no excuse for anyone else. You know, it's like, oh, maybe people just need to get up and get away with it. That's the, we, we, you know, even with the world hashtag world's best ref, you know. Yeah, I mean, you, like say, if you're bimbling around in, you know, car, your car eight in a race, chances are, I, you know, you probably get away with that. And I've no doubt if I watched every video that Dave Little takes, <laughs> after, if, if my life was that sad, I know I watched every race back to see what I'd missed, then yeah, there'd be loads. Oh, imagine that. Like, they, they did that with football, didn't they? You know, they showed like a video of like the 1972 Battle of Ellen's Road and had a ref there just going, well, I would have sent off seven players and booked 23 of them. Yeah. Maybe, we, maybe like one day you could just go back and watch a whole day of L- Davy Little videos and then just tell us how many penalties you actually would have given if you'd followed the camera. Yeah. What what happens if someone comes up to you like like at the national say like Robin Hood, you know, let's do something that might happen. You know, Martin drills Joey off. In, what do you mean uh, might happen? In the F final. You gotta okay. be in the same final for us, Joey. Yeah, oh, in the geez. F final. But you they get you let's say that because it's Joey and Martin, it is car eight versus car nine. You know, the great Jim Dixon is clearly winning that final in that case. Um, if that happens, what, what happens if someone showed you a video? Has that happened to the National? <laughs> oh, hang on. Sorry, mate, I missed that. It's happened before where people have asked me to look at a video and I've just refused. Because it's not fair on everybody else? Which video would you like me to watch? The one they chosen, or the seventy-two others that people are taking? We'd never, we'd never get away. Oh, uh, okay. And and videos from different angles, they look the incident can look different. Is that right, John? Yeah, I mean, what what I see from my angle is what I see, and then someone at the opposite side of the track. Um, there was a one. I mean, I it was. Um. Uh, Wayne Collinson when he won his national at Robin Hood 
and I thought he'd cut the track on his one of it. He was Craggy was behind him trying to pass him, and uh, he blocked him quite fairly. But I, th- you know, I, I wasn't sure. I thought he's cut the track there, and it was only a, like a lap from the end. He crossed the line, wins his first national, and I said, "Hang on a minute, Craig." Unfortunately, uh, Paul Wilson was stood on the banking. And he's under radio, and I said, "Was that okay?" And Paul said, "Yeah, yeah." He kept his wheel on the track, but in the meantime, he's on the rostrum, and I've stopped him. His brother and his father are down the bottom of the rostrum. Basically, he's saying, "What's going on?" And then Wayne uh, Craig said, "I think he's going to give me a penalty." Oh and uh, Wayne and his old man were going nutter mental, like because it was his first win. I mean, it was only yeah. like thirty seconds before Paul said, "Oh, it was okay." Yeah, and then. Um, it was all fine after that. But then I saw the video uh, during the week and someone was stood really where Paul Worsley was. I had an ideal view of this corner. And and it's, it's like four minutes, 14 into this video. And I sent it to Wayne Collison and I said, that's what I saw. And it literally, one wheel was just on track. It was just legal, <laughs> you know. But, sorry, <laughs> right. And I said, that's what I saw. And he went, oh yeah, I can see why you question it. But if, if, um, I wasn't sure, and but Paul was there. Paul was sure that it was okay, so we let it go. If Paul had gone, oh, I didn't really see it. It would have been, I would have, yeah, I don't know what I'd have done. But I couldn't have used the video because it had to be from a certain angle that you would have seen exactly where his wheel was. So chances are I wouldn't have done anything. But so it's, I don't. They've been strung up by uh, Collinson Senior. <laughs> all, yeah, well, you can't all be these big, all of them. Yeah, they, and they're all they you know, hold you one by small one hand. No, lovely, lovely, lovely people. But you know, Timmy used to call Craig Hulk. Is that what yeah. his nickname? Love, lovely guy, size of a brick outhouse. Yeah. So it's so it, decisions are because they have to be just what you think or whatever we're saying you think as you're here and you're ref most of the the um the nationals you're getting a bit of help in some of the other lower heats it, is that it it's just what yeah. you think because there's no other way of doing it is there we can't no. have cameras we have can't have 10 people watching it it's just going to be what you think at that time Wow. And so far, no, there's not many complaints. There has been some complaints. Some people think I got it wrong. Some people think I get it right. So um, generally, I think I get most of it right. But, I, you know, I'm the first I met, I, I, you know, I've made errors in, in the past. Um, and I've gone to people at the next meeting and said, yeah, I got that wrong. Because I've seen, you know, I've seen a video later on or I've thought about it afterwards and thought, yeah, I got that wrong. That was, yeah. Well, it's too late at that point. Yeah, meeting's closed. Computer's yeah. been turned off. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's okay. So, does that mean? That, so, is that easier to do nationals than it is to do maybe like a Euros or a Worlds, where there's more people watching it live, or you know, again for people who don't know, you you did ref the the entirety of the last tenth Worlds at the Huddy Arena, as far as I'm concerned. You know, all of the Euros at Robin Hood. You're up there all the time. Do you notice, like, if RC Racing TV or Daily Dose of RC are there or something along those lines and think other people are watching? 
No, or it doesn't. Oh, you, are you I, I okay? Don't. Yeah, I don't. It's not like you know you're, you're on a big theatre and there's a thousand people stood in front of you. Is it? You don't really notice it. The only people that are up there are the ten people on the uh, on the rostrum, the, the, and the the two people who've just crashed into each other. are The only ones that are interested. Yeah, I don't think about the you know the millions watching at home. <laughs> yeah, one hundred and twenty-seven that... people watching live on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, man. I, and do you still enjoy it? Yeah. Yeah, it's I mean it's it's a day out, isn't it? It's about like golf. Like I can never understand golf. You know, people just go for a walk and follow a ball around. But it you know, it's relaxing to me. I just it's a day out, watch Joan drive his car around. And they and they get to watch good people drive their car around. And then watch fast boys, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Have you got any um travel plans for this year outside of the uk no i've uh, i'm not i've not been asked to do the euros this year so i think we're going i'm going as um uh, keep joe company and martin yeah pitman pitman yeah wow. so and then i haven't been asked to do the worlds either so that doesn't uh that's it just the uk this year i think just six well you know if, if any of our American or European friends are listening, John Cockle is available. Please contact me for any booking arrangements. You can take your But funny enough, I um, had a conversation with the new Roar president last night. Is that you? No, Roar. I'm not American. That's somebody you went to school with? <laughs> no, to school with <laughs> yeah, because if we didn't all know, Martin lived in America. <laughs> Prick. Um... <laughs> Anyway, and um, I have, I have, I have mentioned that um, we have a very good referee, and I think he should be at the Worlds. So it was being they were discussing Worlds last night. So who knows? Oh, I, I want to say if like if Martin's not going to be the president of IFMA, John, are you going to be the president of IFMA? No. <laughs> Why not? Why? Well, you have to be organised and, and, and diplomatic yeah. with people. No. Not my, not my strongest suit. Well, look at Martin in 10th section. He's just really, you know, surrounded himself with a good team of people. He's an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> but he knows he's an idiot. That's, that's his greatest skill. Wow. Clearly not, not, clearly, not, clearly not an idiot because I thought to do that. Mm. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. So, uh, you know, so just let's just check. Nobody on this podcast is currently the president of IFMAR. Nobody. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. I think, actually, I think if, I think Martin's too young, and I think John, how old are you, John? 60. No way. Yeah. You've only had spring, you only spring chicken. He said 60, not 50. Yeah, I know that. That's not spring still, chicken. I thought I thought he might retire and then he could become the president of Ifmar. Well, John, well. John did kind of retire from refing, didn't you? After just before COVID. Yeah, I was going to have a couple of years off, and um, yeah. and then the pandemic said no. We'll all have a couple of years off. Yeah, yeah it worked well. Worked well. Good plan. The Americans are blaming Fauci and Wuhan when we know it was John Cockle. 
Yeah. Just wanted a couple of couple of seasons <laughs> off. Yeah, so start with a biohazard lab somewhere in either Ukraine or Wuhan, just so we could all have a few years off national. The harsh job, but you know, good. Um, you have been doing it for a long time. Um, do we see any other refs coming through? Have we got any plans as a section to get more refs? Um, we didn't, unless Martin knows more than me. No, no, I've not really got that far yet. I just figured John just to keep going until eternity. But that's a good point, Aidan. We probably should. I, I have, we had a couple standing refs at, at Milton Keynes that did well and kind of expressed an interest. So, you know, maybe it's something we need to think about. Because, like, I'm not being funny, John. How did you get the job? Like, how do you become, not just a national, I can sort of see how that happens. You know, people take pit on, pity on you because you've got a sit next to Joey. So, like, <laughs> anything that rather than sit next to Joey all day. I but got, like, um, when we were racing at Stockfold, I used to run with Keith. We I used to run the meetings. Well, obviously, I started taking Dan and Joe when they were, they were young. And then they they got old. They were looking after their own cars. And I was just helping out, just basically delivering them to a track and, I was giving Keith a hand, so I ran a couple of meetings, did a bit of refereeing. I did regional rep one year, and then um, they it, it was a, one of these things that happened by accident. Uh, we went to Southport, of all places, um, <laughs> and then I think it was um, either Dan didn't go or one of it, it was only it's either Joe or whatever. I, and, it wasn't me, I was in Switzerland. That's the one. So I just went with Dan. And then um, we watched, obviously watched the first leg of the A final. And then Dan was in the, I don't know, the, the uh, G. He was after the second leg of the A, so the F or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because it's Southport, long way to go. And we thought, oh, we'll go home after the second leg of the A. So off we went. Never thought no more about it. And I got a phone call on Monday morning. Did you hear what happened? And I'm like, no. <laughs> and uh, they... A Mick Craig's fault, basically. Mick, the, Neil got a penalty <laughs> of all people yeah. in the third leg. He got a penalty for something, which um, Mick didn't like. Um, and yeah. if Mick didn't like it, it probably wasn't a penalty then, to be fair. Um, and he had a go, basically, at the whoever was refereeing at the time. I don't even know it was. Uh, well, there was there was two or three of them, I think, were were refereeing, um, and he had a go at them about being useless and how dare they and. Um, they all went bugger it then and resigned. So then the next thing is, um, can, could I, cause you've done a bit of refereeing. Could you, could you step in at the next one? Right. And I went, yeah. Okay. So I was, there was only like two or three nationals left. I mean, maybe that left. Um, so I went, well, yeah, cause you know, there's not really a lot else I can do. And then it, that's why it started. So it's Mick Craig's fault. Okay. So then, how do you then become an F for a rep, ref? And then how do you become like an IFMAR? Like the world, how do you ref the worlds? So you, you end up, um, the, the association, the BRCA put you forward, um, to EFRA and part, you must have, um, refereed a national. Okay. Right? And then you become a, and you can then be an assistant referee at um the euros and if you've been an assistant referee at euros then you can become a 
head referee. Oh, right, okay. And it's the same that then Ephra take you and put you forward to Ithmar. Um, and then you, it depends on where where it's held. So my first Euros was actually Robin Hood, I think. Um, and I, because it was in the UK, I couldn't be the head referee because I'm from the UK, so I have to be an assistant. Right. And then after that, it was Pinarola, Spain, all the various other places we've been. Um, and it's the same at the Worlds. I was, I was supposed to be the assistant because I was from Europe, but obviously um, the head referee was an American who was very visible by his absence. Oh. So he was the head referee, but didn't actually, didn't, it was more of a name. He just said, oh, you can do it. I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, okay. Oh, so there was someone over there from, to be the head referee, but they just didn't, actually referee that event they were there though they were there yeah but they weren't paying any attention to what was going on because they they weren't a referee it was a bit bizarre but i didn't mind no i, I you know it was really good like watching all that hoodie arena world and every so often they just flick over and go oh look there's john there's john again why is john always on the rostrum yeah like it's a lot of standing up. Is there any chance of you doing it sitting down? Um, a, they don't ever give me a seat to sit on. Um, there's a couple of places where I've had a stool. Right. I'd rather stand and walk around. And, you know, okay. when, actually at the end of the race, like, just normally the rostrums aren't that big. So you've got to sort of, you're either at the steps going up or the steps going down. So you're in the way. For yeah. the ones, so, you know, you move out of the way. And it's just a walk around. It's just, yeah, it's no different to being, you know, at work every day, isn't it? Mm. Okay. Okay. So there is sort of like, again, it seems like the BRCA EFRA have a process. Um, you know, referee and national being assistant, assistant in an EFRA event. Then you could be the referee of an EFRA event and move forward. Well, that sounds excellent. So I think there were some pretty good guys who stood in for MKGP. Um, and then I, the other one, there's, there's like, like there's people that, I think there's about four people who tend to ref in the Northwest uh, when we do regionals. Um, I tend to do four-wheel drives. I don't do that. You know, Rick and Eddie do two-wheel drive and things along those lines. Um, I think, do we even know who refs the other regions? Maybe that was the first thing you should do, Martin, is figure out who refs at regions and see if they want to turn up at a national Yeah, and help yeah. out. Obviously, I'll yeah. turn up and just make you cups of tea, John. Cups of coffee. Not 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 Robin Hood. It looks cold and wet. If actually it looks it looked cold and wet, but I've looked at the forecast for this weekend and it now looks lovely for Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, Saturday morning looks a bit suspect, but after that it's blue skies all the way. Yeah, and I think the weather will go through. So I always think that weather goes that way, not the other way. It's always cold at Robin Hood, even in the sun. That wind will get you. Um have, have you got fancy new have you got a BRCA coat yet, John? No. No. Oh. No, they don't stretch to such things. 
dear me. So, okay. Oh, hang on. I probably shouldn't say that. So, has anyone else given you any clothes you should wear? I do. I got, um, I was um, at the Bradby Cup. I was fully Schumacher'd up. I had a right, t-shirt, okay. had a t-shirt and my Schumacher hoodie. Uh, unfortunately, I had the, the new black t-shirt, but the old blue hoodie. No way. Yeah, Unacceptable. But fortunately, I, it was so, it was like, say it was cold. So I had my coat on. So no one knew anyway. Yeah. No one knew. That's a, and to be, you know, I, I would have gone for my associated underpants just to, you know, keep it, everything unbiased. That's it. And will speed socks. Yeah. TLR gloves. Yeah, all the podcast badges, you know, all, all two of them that I've done. Yeah. All of, well, I, I think, I think we're quite lucky in this country, you know, not just yourself. Um, you know, I, I get it. It's Stinson, isn't it? It's, is it, it's, is it Stinson or Stitson? Stitson, Stinson, Mark, anyway, who does eighth. We've got yeah. two great refs. And I think when we we listen to the other RC pod, like listen to Keenan's, he always says like the UK nationals, great refs, eighth and 10th. And like, what happens next? Where do we get more? I'm not trying to replace you, John. Um, but you know, like if we, if there was a few people moving, if we got, you know, we got 10 people looking at doing some refing during the day, then that might, you know, you're not used to a break, are you? You just like you, you rest for an hour, sit down, have a wee, have another cup of coffee, and go back up to it, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Although I stand up and wee, being a bloke, it's being a bloke. Yeah. Also, some of the toilets at national tracks aren't great. Yeah, so, you wouldn't want to sit down, would you? You, you have to would not want to sit down. And also, at Southport, don't look up because there's a hole in the ceiling. Oh, is it still there? Oh, yeah, right. still there. Yeah, it's still there. It, it, it comes come backwards. I think I I just paint it every year, just to make it, it good for you. Is there any um, national um, rostrums that you like? I think some have got better views than others. I know Southport's not got the greatest view. It seems a bit short. Um, any other rostrums that you think that you really love going to? Um, Robin Hood's is. Perfect, because you can stand either end. It's big enough. You know, you can get 12 on there, so you can stand either end. Yeah. So, um, I don't have a problem with Southport. That's um, Usually I'm at one end. Um, but I'm just trying to think. Borton is all right. Uh, where we torch. Yeah, the torch is... Mm, oh, it had the screens up last year, didn't it? That was a bit of a... Had the old COVID screens up, which were a bit of a bit of a mare. Okay. Um, and obviously, Kidderminster was probably the best because it was like well width. Like you could, you know, you could have a you could have a football game up there. It was that big. Yeah. And then obviously, you know, Stockfall's getting a new one, so we'll have to hold fire on that. See how good that's going to be. Yeah, that looks. Yeah, this was really small, wasn't it? Yeah, lengthwise. Yeah, he was always shoved in, especially like when Kev Lee was racing because he 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 liked that right hand corner. There, uh, which is where I usually stood. So I, and Tom Cockrell was the same. He liked to stand up there. So I was always at Stockfall. I'm always moving to find a gap somewhere. Okay, whereas I get Southport, you're always going to be on the upstairs. I think Kidderminster. Yeah. I, th I think you're more likely to be on the right hand side. I think more people tend to go left at Kidderminster. From my experience and seeing some of the fast boys, uh, and you don't mind really. Um, do you feel like 
do you talk when you're ref? Do you feel like you, you some heats you'll look at the people come up and go, well, I need to impose my authority or just remind these people what I'm here to do. And others you don't. Do you do you, do you speak after the race to people? Do you speak before something? How are you dealing with like the, the individuals as races? Depends on the and who they are and um, there's some of them are um like Tom Cockrell has mentioned him. He he was he didn't mind talking, you know, he didn't mind um sitting next to you know chatting away. Paul Bradley, who's speaking of him, I mean, if you sit next to him when he's racing, he talks all the time to himself. When it's going, right. you know, he's he's talking to the car, he's telling it not to break. I remember that once. He's, he was in four wheel drive. He was four wheel drive and he clipped a corner and his car was, you know, this associated B4 was going through the air, triple looks <laughs> in, you know, it was spinning everywhere, spinning. And he's just, and I'm stood next to him on the rostrum and all he's saying is, don't break, don't break, don't break, don't break. And it landed on its wheels and drove <laughs> off. Well, it worked, you know. So, but yeah, some of, and I talk to them when they're coming off. If they've done, um, you know, I've done really well. And the, but the people I know, um, you know, who I'm watching, Sort of, yeah. You know, someone like Ben Smith, who, well, you know, I think he's, you know, he's sort of talk about favourite drivers. It's like he's always, he always talked to him, and you know, he's always been because obviously he started when he was like very small, <laughs> and yeah. he's now, you know, and he's getting the results he deserves. And um, if he's had a good race and he knows when it's been good, I'll say, oh, nice one, Ben, you know. And if it's been crap, I'll, you know, I'll just look at him with disappointment. It's, it, it sounds like a school you're like a school teacher do you know what i mean it's, it's, it's well, the, I mean, it's the like when you go up there at the moment you know you've you've got neil and lee and then a bunch of teenagers but well that's what it feels like they're like the you know the uh when you go on a school trip and you have to take two adults yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's neil and lee and, and i'm the teacher neil and lee are the the, the adults and then you've got these wild teenagers running riot oh my words oh that's when, used, when i you know when at first it was all these old people you know well, i say old people you know mid mid 20s you know so it's neil and lee and and simon moss and tom yardy and you know all these and ellis and danny mcgee and you think yeah 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 and there, there wasn't the odd youngster used to come along right um but now it's just you know the two Holdsworth boys, the two Hall boys, you know, the two Callans, Ben Smith, Ben, you know, the bloody hell, all these kids. Yeah. I know, I, they, you know they're 20 and 21. They're not actually kids anymore, but they are to me. So. I'm just trying to look. I saw on the internet uh, the, the first round score for Robin Hood. Uh, let me just get this get this right. Is it the the twenty fifteen Robin Hood National? Okay, do that, any of you guys see these these overalls from the first round on Facebook this week? Somewhere, uh, Robin Hood twenty fifteen. Yeah, I can't remember last week. Never mind twenty fifteen. But when you're talking about people in the top 10, okay, I'm just trying to think because it says F for 10th off road points, but it says nationals. So, like, would you, anyone like to know who took the, 
got the zero on round one and the 2015 Robin Hood National. Tom Cockrell. No. Brag. No. One more guess. Uh, has done no has done more laps around Robin Hood than anybody else. I was racing with me this on Sunday. Gemma. Gemma. Ben Gemma. Ben Gemma. But for age, he would have been the youngest. It then goes Ben Jemison, Lee Martin, Lee Craggy, uh, and then here we go, Nathan Waters. Yeah, Nathan, yeah. Greg Williams, he would have been a child then, though, wouldn't he, in 2015? Mm. Yeah. Craig Collinson, Tricky, Kev Lee, Heliwell, Poulter, Yardy, McGee, Cockrell, Wood, Hunt, Connor. Connor Cocker was the first under-19. The other under-19 was Jack Neal in 25th. Boots and Ralph in the top 20. And, in fact, if you look at that thing there's only two under 19s in the top 60 yeah and that's now completely changed hasn't it in in nationals well yeah i mean we were we were talking about this at a meeting the other week that we were running out of juniors we we had one you'd have one good junior a year like greg williams would come up uh, connor cocker would come up those sort of names but there, yeah, there was no one else. And we were like, where's all the youngsters? So we thought, oh, we'll give them free entry. Well, we gave them free entry for six years and then look what happened. Oh, my word, yeah. I remember that. All the kids turned up. Yeah, and started beating all, beating everybody. And, sorry, I'm just going through. So, like, literally, the because it, it's a national result, so under-19s are Connor, Jack Neal, uh, ben Pugh, Lewis Jones, I, I I don't know who Daniel Town is, Ashley, Kyle Moon was an under-19, Matt Williams, it wasn't that many, Crompton, well, I'll tell you how long ago, Crompton was an under-16, um, and also he only got nine laps, so he probably broke it. Um, so, do you feel like the the sort of the ten years we've had of Craggy and Lee have rubbed off on the kids. Are they are they are the kids better kids than the the kids we used to get in behaviour wise and speed? Well, they're certainly fast enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have any problems with any of them. I mean, that, that, yeah, when they were teams. Like, the two Holdsworth boys were a bit wild. You know, if they crashed, and they, they would try and make that time back up in one lap. Yeah. And crash another 15 times. You know, going yeah. a bit. But they were quick to start with. And if they if they got a bit, and Crompton was the same, you know, he, he'd get a bit silly at times because he was a teenager. Yeah. Um, and normally it was just quite, just calm down, you know, you know and, and they were fine about it. Um, but now it's, you know, I like the fact that they are, you know, um, they are they they are quick. I don't think I think one of the issues or one of the, the advantages they've got these days is if you if you wanted to be good when Neil and Lee were first started, you had to you got your brushed motors and you you know your cells, 
and you had to have a, a pit man who could you could rebuild your motor after every run, make sure your batteries were charged, discharged, you know, and, and so on and so forth. And you had to be careful about you know too much power because you you haven't got the battery. Whereas now brushless lipos, they they just you know you can just go out and drive, and I think that's a, a big advantage, you know. I might be talking complete nonsense there, of course. It's just easier. Yeah, the, the, there's less. I mean, I remember taking, you know, with Joe and Dan going out and fixing the cars constantly for electrical problems. You know, speedos blowing up, batteries going flat, you know, constantly. Maybe it was because I was just a rubbish mechanic. Yeah, you know? yeah. But whereas nowadays, you know, you, you, you put a motor, you put a LiPo in there, you can run for 20 minutes. And the cars are stronger, I think. I mean, anyone who's run the double X4 knows how weak a car can be, you know, and how expensive front wishbones are. Yeah. No, and you, don't, you don't seem to get that. There's not as many. I mean, when I first started refereeing, there was broken cars, you know, all over the place. There was bits of wishbones all over the track, and it, it's not as bad as that. So either the driving's got better, so the car's got stronger. Yeah. I, I'm going to go with the cars. You know, I was in the second heat of four-wheel driving. Driving standards have got no better. We all still, you know, try our best. I don't think people smash into each other as intentionally. I always, when someone says that to me, he drove into me and I'm going, I don't think he's good enough to do that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I don't think he can actually accurately get his car in the same place your car is. Intentionally, I think you've just realized that you both lack a bit of skill and it's just come together. That's just the way it is. Or in the case um, of Jerry, he's in front of you going so slow. Oh, jeez. If you, if you start taking people out, then you deserve to be Callum Mitchelled. Oh, um, I thought, was Tyler the one? Was, was Tyler getting called, to, called out in the Northeast? Was that what Matt Thompson was going on about? Tyler Little being a butcher, I'm sure we'll find out. John, the when people are listening to this, the Nationals will be starting less than 24 hours later. Is yeah. there anything that really annoys you with drivers that they should probably not do? Is there any like top tips you can give to people to not get a penalty in 2023? You don't moan at me because you crashed. Yeah. I'm not, I don't hold your controller. Right, and right. I don't, I don't, I don't hold the bloke who's just whipped, wiped you out as controller. It's not my fault. Right, <laughs> and so coming up to me saying, "What are you going to do about it?" You know, or complaining that I'm not going to do anything about it. You know, it's like I didn't crash your car, mate. I have no control over those sticks and your thumbs. You know? Okay. But, that would be the, the thing. But no, most, most 90, there's 120 drivers there at the weekend. And I want 119, most 120 of them will be fine. And at the odd meeting, you know, someone will be a bit of a dick. Yeah. And, and I will point that out to them. And then, is that what you do? I was thinking either you point that out to them then, or you put them on your list of a dickhead in the back of your head. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, you try not to, um, you know, people come with a reputation. So you try not to, um, um, I mean, if, if you, if you went through what people had done in the past, you know, you'd look at Paul Crompton and just go, right, 
<laughs> you just give him a penalty for turning up. Oh yeah. But, you know, you can't, you know, you can't yeah, he's been a bit of a dick in the past. We all know, yeah. He was a teenager and, and he's grown out of that hopefully. Um but yeah, he was a bit uh, but yeah, you can't bear a grudge. It's like fresh start. That's it. Yeah. Fresh start now. Every year. Every round. Yeah, every race. Okay. And the But there are there are some people out there you think, Oh god, it's him again. Okay. And you do, you know, you do look. Uh, you, I look at the computer and I look at who's on and I look at a few names and a few names come up and you think, oh, I better watch him. He won't get out of the way. Okay. And do you like, just, so is that someone you'd then remind them a bit sooner? It's like, so if they were going to get lapped, would you think, yeah. oh, you, you'd tell that fella twice before the lead car got anywhere near them? Yeah. And you'd, you'd have a tone. Oh, a tone as well. You got the tone. Like, I know you're not going to get out of his way if I don't tell you. So get out yeah, of his okay. way. Yeah. Okay. And, and then that's, that's, that's it. Okay. I'm going to listen for the tone. We should mic. No, we shouldn't mic you up. No, don't. <laughs> you, wouldn't be able, you wouldn't be able to uh, record my, repeat most of it. Now, there is, there is another thing that annoys me. Right. Go on. It's good for people who go to the national. That it does. It's not a not an annoyance. Is when someone's um, coming, like you know, Neil's coming up to lap someone, right? So it, I, you know, car you know, car seven is coming, car six is coming, and then it gets to car five, and you just about say car five, the uh, you know the leader's coming, and he goes, and he's he's quite close to you. He says, "Yes, I know," <laughs> right? <laughs> Which is fine, right? Yeah. Neil, I'm using Neil as an example. The guy who's passing needs to know that oh. you've been told, right? Because if I turn around and say, car five, the leader's coming, then the leader knows that car five's gonna, probably going to get out of his way. Yeah. If I don't say anything, the leader doesn't know that I, now car five knows because he stood next to me and said, yeah, I know. But it, it's the way they say, yeah, I know. And in this sort of like, how dare you suggest that I don't know where I am on track? It's not for your benefit. It's for the leader's benefits because he's at the other end of the rostrum usually. Oh, okay. I do that. Yeah, and I still say, yeah, because like okay. I say, it's it's for the leader's benefit too because he knows that you're you now know. Yeah, so he's he, you, yeah, yeah. Rather than okay, you you can't whisper that to who whoever stood next to you. You've got to make sure everybody, like, it's not just for him, the yeah. person moving around. It's for, we'll say Craggy or, you know, Jim Dixon or Natalie Williams, you know, all the nice people who generally lead finals rather than, you know, Pinky and Perky here who yeah. probably haven't won a final in 10 years. And, I've, like, the last time you're on, is it, like, frowned upon to take Joey out? Or... Do you, do you get another ref in? Um, when... Well, on, on all seriousness, if if Joe's wiped out, yeah. um, I can't really do anything. Because I can't really give... It could be as simple as it. If, you know, Jim Dixon wipes out Joe, I can't give Jim Dixon the penalty because then it would end up with, a, the, well, you're only giving me a penalty because he's your son. So there's been a couple of times... Uh, where he's and and the opposite is things. If he if Joe does get a bit 
um, Larry with someone, Martin. Um, I've got to get a penalty because if I don't, it's because he's my son, you know, that kind of thing. To be fair, he doesn't get wiped out that often and he doesn't wipe other people out too no, often. No, he doesn't. No. I, like, I, I know he can hear it because he's here, but like, he, sometimes he's an idiot, but he's a stickler for the rules, actually, Joey. Do you think he gets that from you or... I've no idea. No, I wouldn't have said he was got it from me. Maybe well, he did. Maybe maybe I'm a good influence on him. You are a bit of a stickler for the rules, aren't you, Joe? Uh yeah. Are you just trying not you trying to be like nice to your dad? Harpooned, harpooned by Martin all the time, so you want to be on but the higher ground. Going going off the back of what you know dad's just said, that doesn't mean I'm open season, by the way. It does. It does. That's why I've said it. That's why I've said it. Because although open, Dad open be season. Penalties, I know there are three other people that will happily give penalties. So Martin's not, not, yeah, not going to give I'm you. Not you. I'm not talking about you. Uh, Moses isn't going to give you any give, no. give any penalties. No, so they won't. They won't. Any right, standing I'm, reps? Who's driver's rep? Freddie. I'll go to Freddie. Freddie can sympathise. No. No, 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 nothing because it's Bowden. Bowden, yeah, Bowden's going to give you a knot. Bowden hates you, so mm, he's getting okay. knotting. I'm screwed then. Yeah. And to be fair, he's not going to watch you race, is he? Well, no, he's always going to be lower. Well, he might do. He might be, well, he's always going to be behind me, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you've just alienated the one person who might help you. Bowden would never have helped me anyway. <laughs> he would never have helped you anyway. Jerry is correct. I actually, you know, I, I don't like saying nice things about Bowden, but he was quite a, quite a good ref at MKGP. You yeah, know, he was. He, he took it. He took it serious, and he tried his. Yeah, he was good. I think the bit that people always say, like, "Well, I've done a bit of it." You don't. I don't. You don't actually have to make a lot of decisions. Do you know? Like when I've done it, it is just basically tell the other people that it's a faster car, and most of the time they try and get out the way. You know. People were like, oh, did you have to give any penalties? Like, I think the last time I did it, I honestly, I did it for like four rounds in the Northwest Regional. And I don't think I actually had to make a decision. Most of the stuff was just clear and worked out. Okay. But, um, we, so don't blame you. That's an important thing. Um, don't tell you, yeah, I know. Because if you're saying something on the rostrum, that's for the entire rostrum, not just for the individual. It's being like numbered two. Yeah. Um, and then like, you can't really be bought. Can you, but you know, it, should, should people turn up to the rostrum with an apple can of Guinness, you know, no. five pounds. No. Does, does anyone say thank you at the end of the day? Yeah. Yeah. That, that most, like say 120 drivers, you'll have no problems, and they all they all say thank you at the end, especially if they've won. Surprisingly, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. If they yeah. finish last, maybe not so much, but no. Okay. And so, can you remember the last penalty you gave Joseph? No. Okay. Can you remember the last penalty you gave to? Well, Martin says he's never. You've never spoken to him. He has. No, I don't. I don't think I have. Like I say, I only watch fast drivers. I, that, oh, it's never going to get old, that joke, is it? No. 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 Might change uh, this weekend, though, now. Yeah. yeah. I, I, 
I think there was a Euros in Italy. Uh, no, in um, Italy, where Martin took Joe out over the jump over the last. Where was it? Pinarola. Mm-hmm. No, you had a broken car. That's why. And you jumped in through the back of him or something. Yeah, because I had a broken wishbone. It kind of seems to be a common thing with Martin. Just jumping through the back of me at the minute. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Are you sure you're not Callum Mitchell? No, I make A finals at regionals. Oh, oh, savage, savage. Um, and, and I just always like to point out that um, at the threes, fours, and fives at Broxstow, you told me off twice, John. Really? Yeah, twice. Right. Well, you going uh, really slow. No, that was a big Rob well, uh, Euros warm up where you told me off for going very slow. <laughs> Um, you told me off at Brockstow for one. Uh, first of all, I was in the wrong heat. That we discussed this. I was in the top heat because the, the threes, fours, and fives the year before had been at Southport. So, one, I was taking a selfie on the rostrum and like flicked the trigger of my car, and I was in the second row and just smashed everyone out the way before the heat started. Yeah. Yeah. And then the second time was before finals. And I just told a really funny joke about Daniel Beddingfield behind the rostrum. And you told me to be quiet. All right. It was, it was a great joke. It was a great joke. So there we go. I, I enjoy, I always think it's a big event when uh, John Cockle's there. Um, if any of our American listeners are... Um, listening and involved in big races and you want the world's best ref then you know speak to me and i'll be as like his agent and you know there won't be any issues at pnb or silver state um you can have the world's best ref uh john before we let you go would yeah. you like to thank anybody <laughs> actually normally i because I, I, i'm not sponsored by anyone no, nope. and so normally I don't have anybody, but this time I have. Oh, because obviously I've been doing all the um, the entries and what have you. Mm -hmm. So and using Excel and getting stuck and going, how do I do this? And big shout out to Eugene Galley and Steve Pierce, who I just have to email and say, how do I do this? And then Steve Pierce is send me the list, and then about five minutes later you get it back all sorted. I didn't tell you how he's done it, but it's magically done. So sounds so, yeah. excellent. Those two. I mean, in the background, they, you know, Steve Pearson and Eugene do a lot of work that they don't get the the recognition for because they're not, you know, they're not on the committee, but they do a lot of work in the background for us. Yeah. So big up to them. Big up to them. Didn't mention you, Martin, did he? Didn't mention you. He doesn't need to. I I need to thank John because of everything he does. No, not. I don't. I John, I'll tell you this. I I don't do anything. Honestly, this chairman stuff, I don't do a thing. Everybody does their bit and it just all comes together. You know, and and I, and it's maybe well known, if John hadn't agreed to be ref, I would never have been chairman. It was something we talked about and we came up between us and I don't view John as a, as a, a the, the national ref or, he's i view him the same as me and, and we try to do everything again and, you know before i do anything he's my first what do you think of this john and and because i know i'm going to get the answer no it's a stupid idea you twat or yeah that's a good idea you twat 
Yeah. Either way, there's no middle back. ground. There's no middle it's ground. It's either stupid. Why are we spending seven hours going to Southport in traffic again? Exactly, yeah. You were great last time. Me and, Joe, me and Joe made it in. We we were like bimbling up the eighth, whatever it was, fifty. Yeah, we got there in record time. We think, oh, what's all the fuss about? You, what is all the fuss about? <laughs> Martin was ten minutes behind us. Three hours later. Three hours later. The oh. thing is, as, as well as we got no races on bank holidays this weekend or this year. Sorry, that was thanks to John because John did the calendar. Okay. The dates. So he's been a busy, you know, not he's not just our ref. So, you know, when we get to nationals, a, a thank you to the team goes a long way. Because as John said, you know, Eugene, Steve, Muzz, Paul Ansco, they all do tons behind the scenes. I know we've said it before, but nobody, Jerry does, but nobody really realizes how much goes on. No, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's why maybe when we get a little bit of flack for a decision we made, we take it personally because we put so much time and effort into it, you know, and the other thing going on to refereeing that I, 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 we saw last year, I well, I think we did see last year was the one thing if you really want to get a racing holiday at a national, and I say this in drives briefing. You stand there and argue with my ref, you're going to get a racing holiday. If John tells you you got a penalty, you just go, yes, sir, and you walk off. I want to be, you know how it is in rugby? Not that. Oh, yeah. You watch Aiden where they roll around the ground and argue and elbow refs and whatever. I want, it like, rugby where, I want it like rugby where John tells you how it is and you just go, okay. You may not like it. It may not be the decision you want, but you show the respect and you walk off that rostrum. Because if not, you like get holiday. I like it. That's my that's my bit of. I can't wait to get a telephone call on Sunday evening. Be telling me about the hundred and twenty person brawl going on at Robin Hood after round two of four wheel drive. You know, because Joey's ploughed into Callum Mitchell, and John's given them a penalty. Yeah, be a bit difficult. Callum's not doing nationals because he's an F5. Oh, dear me. So, okay. Guys, um, John, thank you very much for your time. John, thank you very much for producing Joey Cockill. <laughs> the world thanks you. Thanks you. No, it doesn't. His mum's here if you want to speak to her as well. Oh. Really embarrassing. Hello, we've got to go now. I'll see you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right near the end. Did you enjoy the wedding, John? Yeah, it was great. Um, have you taken his door key away from me? Is he not allowed home now? That's it. No, we He's had him for lunch on, uh, on Sunday. Very pleasant. Little family lunch with him and his new wife. Okay, did you take the key, his front door key off him then? I haven't had a front door key for six years, and I've never had a front door key to the new house anyway. <laughs> so you think move. Joey moves out quick move. That was, was that the first time you've been to the new house, Joe? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. Um, you know, so yeah, you you've get you, John, as as the last joke before you are hundred percent true. You are definitely somebody who has not lost a son. You have definitely 
gained a daughter. All right, thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, John, you superstar. Speak to you soon, mate. Bye now. Okay, Bye. mate. See ya. Bye-bye. Well, that was great speaking to Joey's dad, John Cockhill, hashtag the world's best ref. Um, if um, anyone's listening and needs a great ref flying anywhere around the world, John's available. John's available. Uh, and it was also great speaking last week to Ollie Payne, um, who at this moment in time is probably doing some practice for the 12th Euros um, this weekend. So it's a busy weekend, isn't it? Robin Hood, round one, and the 12th Euros somewhere by Eastbourne. But I know where I'll be watching, mate. Know where I'll be looking for the updates from Robin Hood. Um, you two, is all your prep done? No. Joey, is your prep done? I mean, tyre-wise, I've got all my yellows and well. I've got all my rear yellows glued. I just need to do some forward drive front. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of car, no. Too, the no. weather keeps chopping and changing. It's like, do I bother putting it into a wet car? Do I bother putting it? Ah. Until the weather settles, then I'm not going to make a massive decision yet. Okay. Jerry's, forward drive's ready. Jerry's, Jerry's not factory enough to have two cars. No, he's not. No, no I'm poor. Poor. But like I said, for, forward drive's ready, but. Two-wheel drive, again, all men and are in. Is your four-wheel drive ready in the fa- in the fact that you went to Bradbury and you've just put it on the shelf and you're just going to put it down it Sunday morning? It will have new tyres on it. It will nice. have new batteries in it. Mm-hmm. So Did you're you not going to those- the shocks, you're not going to refill the diffs? i got to do that. It's just not good enough. You should be, you know... What oil should we put in our diffs? You know I'd just like to point out, I still made a C-Fan at last year's Nationals, way ahead of you with probably old five-month-old diff oil, so... You may have, but you still only finished three places in front of me in the series. I still aim to do the exact same this year. And I just... hope you do, and I hope you do, and you should aim high. You should be aiming higher than beating me. I'm almost 50. You are almost 50. Almost 50. How uh, old are you oils and 32 this year exactly diff oils yeah. 10k i'm putting in four gear 10k four gear i think i was a bit heavy this weekend when i was doing four-wheel drive i think i only had a bottle of 15 which is weird because that's the bottle of 15k diff oil i stole off someone at milton Keynes grand prix okay. um i don't know whose it is so if anyone's missing a 15k diff oil bottle mine uh, i've got it i've used it stole it when i did not being funny i did four-wheel drive on sunday um, good really enjoyed it i'm gonna very quickly say one thank you very much to the schumacher family of um gordy and dan hopkins yeah who looked after me all through four-wheel drive literally there's a picture i put on the internet of just my table with nothing on it because they did it all Joey, would you like to know the things I got wrong on my four-wheel drive build? Other than the, the, the thing we already know about your belt. Oh, yeah, you mean my belt tension have fallen off? No, that's, I'm not even including that, now. Right. Uh, so, I had the inserts in the front block hold your hidden pins. Mm-hmm. They, were, they were totally wrong. Okay? Okay. I had my... Different length 
wheelbases at the front, different left, different left and right. Nice. And my hub heights were also the wrong way around. And different left to right as well. Um, but uh, it, it is Dan Hopkins. Is that Lewis's dad? Dan it Hopkins. Is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so Dan Hopkins, as Lewis was flying at Southport, not a problem, sorted all those issues out, and I had no other things for the rest of the day and enjoyed my um, four-wheel drive day. Um, we at Southport had 10 heats of 10 cars. Nice. We smashed it all, clock on auto. I should spend the next five minutes saying how great the team at Southport are but honestly thinking about it it's how great all those hundred people turn up at Southport and just did what they were supposed to do okay we didn't have to chase anybody we didn't give anybody penalties for being late or anything along those lines just 10 heats just cycled through all day so really it's thanks all the racers who who attended we had you know European A finalists. We had five people who had never been to a toy car race before. That was their first race and the first race they turned up to. There's 10 heats. Did they enjoy it though? They did. I think we did our job pretty good at Southport. We make sure we know who the new people are uh, and just help them cycle oh, around. That's brilliant. Um, we, we did. So we did quite well. Um, this week, obviously, because the Nationals on, we won't be anywhere near 10 heats, something along those lines. But we are running stadium trucks this week at Southport because we've got the Truck Nationals coming up and the Midwest four-wheel drive and truck regionals coming up. So um, we're going to give everyone the opportunity. So if you do have a stadium truck and you want to get to Southport, uh, we've got about seven booked in. It would be great if we got a few more um, so we get a full heat. That'd be great for us to all just run around and practice with our trucks. Um, we have no idea what tyres are great on trucks at Southport. We haven't really ran them. We will start on cut staggers and V2s or whatever, but we, we can go all the way to J-Concept stuff as well. So that's our Southport. Um, Joe, you clearly never went racing, did you? No, I went to, uh, like I said, like Dad said, we went to theirs for, for Easter lunch. Okay. Martin, did you go to Tiverton? Uh, yeah, Sunday. Sorry, I had to think. Yeah, Sunday. Okay. Like, um, went to race some four-wheel drive, and it was fun. It was good. You have a good time. Um, and the other thing is, uh, a lot of work's been done at Mendip, yep. which is your home track. New straights have gone down. It, it, I think you should have taken some slightly different pictures of the fact you've hacked off half your race control. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's to make the track bigger. Yeah, but you, you can't see it now, if you know what I mean. I know you couldn't do the work until you'd hack that bit off, but like at some point when I was there the last year, or two, you'd sometimes have to like to drive under race control to get your car through that straight, wouldn't you? Yeah. It was, yeah. it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, it looked like a lot of work, and I'm sure you wouldn't say this, but there, there didn't seem to be a lot of people turning. There wasn't a lot of people there when you took pictures. There weren't a lot of people uh, there, period. I had a uh, thing on Friday, there was five of us. 
Well, okay. Um, so that was okay. Um, Saturday, there was three of us, and Monday, there was five of us. Okay. Like, but what, what, what really I want to say, well done, thank you. We have a lad, Will, who used to, he did a little bit of racing, but he started uni and, you know, been doing his uni degree in that. Doesn't race anymore. He turned up to every work party to help build that track. Oh, well done. I was well uh, impressed. That is nice. Um, you know, it's one of those things of like work gets done, everyone enjoys it, people should turn up and help. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, the only thing I will say it is on a, it is on a bank holiday, Easter bank holiday weekend. So I do get that people are, are doing things. Okay. Uh, I just know that when I was regional rep and tracks in the area had a big event going even if it wasn't my club i'd turn up and help just say yeah okay that's that's something that's an even better point i'm not i'm not getting mend it you know although a lot of the guys racing there and in that area that's fine just as other clubs do work turn up help um like that's what leads into the first round of nationals that like if there is a national on then we know there's no 10th regionals on we know there's no big events in that sort of area so if there's a national on a track that's near you maybe you should just turn up and offer some help you know we would love people in the northwest to come to southport and help us when we've got a national it's one of those things that if you know if you came to saw us at southport national last year most of us just sat around and just drank beer during the day because nothing happened really during the day, but it was nice to have those people there. So if you're near Robin Hood this weekend, and maybe you can't race because there's no region or anything on, maybe you just turn up for an hour or two. You don't need to tell anyone. You just turn up and like offer to help in some way. I think that'd be a great start. Um, I'm just, is there anything else we'd like to talk about before we all go? Before Martin thanks our national sponsors. Anything else? You've got some lovely um, trophies and posters for Robin Hood. I've just seen them go on the Facebook. They look nice, mate. We've got nice trophies. We've gone a little bit different this year. Um, We seem to just give out (laughs) lots of trophies last year to the same people. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, your top F2, your top F3, top F4, top at every single race. So what we decided this year was to take that money and give a top F2, F3, F4, F5 for the winner of the series at the end of the year and give them a, a big trophy rather than nice. them getting individual ones. And then what we thought we'd do with the money we saved on that is every under the sorry, every let's start again. The top ten in under thirteen all get a trophy board. The top three and under 16 get a trophy board where it used to just be the winner. Um, and then obviously TQ, overall TQ and first, second, and third overall. Okay. So just uh, get through it a little bit quicker. Excellent, mate. Well done. Um, yeah, it's good. Uh, um, I, I'm sorry, I was, I was struggling then because like the post I've just put up on Facebook has been restricted. Uh, I don't think Facebook likes the word, I've used the word stripped. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, post has been which post has been 
The one I've just with me memes, me meme posts. I just restricted. Yeah, I think it's been one of them has been taken out. But I'll have a look at it. I would like to point out that I did notice that the uh, there was like a Reedy style race at Torch this weekend, and they're having like a, a return event at Surrey and Hans in September. That looked like a great event. Um, the one thing that's caught up in the Northwest that we'll have to stop mentioning because we'll all go to, I'll all go to it, is the Southport Berry Inter Club competition. Their leg is in May. So we'll hopefully, if you're in the Northwest, you'll get involved in that. But other than that, that's all that's done. Mark, would you like to thank not just your sponsors, maybe some of the sponsors you have for the Nationals? Well, I can't thank many of the sponsors for Nationals because I don't know them all yet because we're uh, still ooh. going at the moment. That's, okay, well done. Uh, still a job in hand. Um, yep. So I'll thank those after the National. They will get a shout that's... out. So I'll just thank our usual um, everyone at Schumacher. Um, everybody. He's forgotten. He's forgotten, Joe. He's forgotten, Joe. Forgot what? No, I, I haven't. Know. No, on. I haven't. No, it sounds like you have. No, I was going to thank everybody at RC Octane because it is more than just John. It's John and mm -hmm. his sister and a few others that do some work there. Richie at RDT, Brian at Screws for RC, and Freddie at FF Racing. Lovely. Um, Thank you. Oh, oh! I just remembered. It depends whether you've listened to like the No Name RC podcast. Who's the biggest RC YouTuber? Mark That's a question for you. No, I thought I thought he was. I thought he'd passed. Oh yeah, he, he did. He's got a hundred thousand subscribers. But if you listen to the No Name RC podcast, mm. uh, it was an excellent uh, episode this week with. Um, it's, it's his name's Lucas. He works at Beach RC. He was a yeah, psycho yeah. night of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, t he turns around and goes, Casey Cartmendy, race like a girl. Right. She's, if you listen to her point, a great point. She was like at 500 subscribers four months ago. She's now at 250,000. Wow. Because, not, not because, because of some of the great content that Casey Cartmendy at Race Like a Girl has done. She got picked up by like Supercar Blondie. I'm not really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that stuff. So, like, one of the refueling videos that Katie Cartmendy's done has like been viewed like 200 million times. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, actually, Katie Cartmendy raced like a girl, the biggest like racing That's RC good. YouTuber, 250,000. Please check that out. The content's always been great from Katie. Oh. All I do know is so you were a YouTuber and you did stuff with Traxxas. Hasn't been a good week. Uh, yeah, we haven't got time to talk about, you know. <laughs> like, I, I think that's going to not hurt those people as much. I think they'll get just as much publicity. Traxxas oh, sure need to defend their mark. That's what they have to do. Um, but other than that, please like and share this podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts um i'm just trying to think i i yeah i've always spoken about the stuff from no name rc podcast i really enjoyed listening to lucas and keenan it was really good do you know what i was upset with go on i was looking forward to seeing some of that like rc racing tv coverage at brookthorpe but i was mm -hmm. racing on the sunday and then on monday it all got rained off did yeah unfortunately. 
so so I didn't see that, and I was missing listening to a bit of RC racing TV. I'm sure it was brilliant. See you guys. Oh, I've got no, honestly at this point, I've got no idea who's coming on next week. So oh, it's not, it's not like we've got a Euros or a, our first national kicking off this weekend, so it's not like we're going to be uh, slack for guest opportunities. Okay, that, do you know Joe? I never thought of that. Uh, we'll be going straight for somebody who possibly wins the national two or four wheel drive. That, that's who I'm going to go for. Obviously, okay. this uh, this is coming out on Friday. Um, for those of you who wish to uh, have your ears punished on the way to Robin Hood, just um, a word of advice from myself, and I'm sure Martin will also agree, Aiden maybe to some degree, is if it's your first time, enjoy yourself. Go out there, have fun, have a laugh with your friends. And again, even if it's not your first national, go and have fun, have a laugh with your friends. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Quite deep, but bye. Bye.